divide such a cool idea um, to have grandfather and granddaughter doing a podcast I'll have to check it out welcome to the 36th episode of the gen divide podcast I am one of your hosts Scott and I'm your other host, Grace. And we are joined for the first time ever. I shouldn't say this is the first no, time. No, not the first time, technically. No, but she's she's got a mic now, and we are joined time. by Maddie Heiler. My sister. That's right, Maddie. My other one that hasn't been here yet. That's right. How are you doing, Maddie? Good. Good? You excited about this? Yes. So Maddie has yeah. often been in here while we're podcasting, even with guests, mm-hmm. But she's always been hashtag Mikeless Maddie. Mikeless Maddie. But this no time longer. she's got a mic. Some Not she she it. went out, she bought her own mic. <laughs> so she <laughs> yeah. could bring it here and just hijack into our system. Right into the system. Um, so Maddie, we are going to be doing a movie review today. It's also Gen Divide's first movie review without the movie genius. I'm so, better movie genius. You're the better oh, movie genius. Shots are being fired. Oh my goodness. You're gonna take the new the, the, the new title. and improved movie genius mm-hmm. title away from Derek. So Derek is unable to be with us for this one. I don't uh, if we're being honest, I don't know if he even had a whole lot of uh desire to talk about this. To talk one. about this one. So today we're gonna be reviewing Wonder Woman 1984. Mm-hmm. Uh, or WW84, as you'll as see some it, people uh, like abbreviated it. everywhere. And we all we had some different watching experiences on this one. You yes. guys got to go see this one in the theater, which is always a preferred route with a superhero movie. Definitely. How was it in Maybe the theater? Maybe every movie. I have some notes on this. Okay. Theater-related, then. Theater-related. Okay. We got to see it in the theaters first, and it was better for a number of reasons. The movie looked cooler, sounded better. We had seat warmers and popcorn, well-buttered popcorn, not just the crap you stick in the microwave. <laughs> and it was overall just a better experience. So I think that's a good reason why... Earlier we were saying we watch, you watched this on HBO Max and we're dropping Netflix and Hulu and all those other things. And I think that this is another reason why that's a good idea. Just go see like go see a movie once a month, really have a good time instead in the of theater. In, yeah. in the theater instead of spending like an hour on Netflix every day. And so, your quality of life will improve. And we'll get to the ones we're dropping. And mm-hmm. I, I'm totally all for that. Um, and we should be doing that even if we had Netflix still. I mean, because even the cost of mm-hmm. Netflix is what? It's like a month. It's, it's the equivalent of one of us going to the movies and yeah. not getting well-buttered popcorn <laughs> <laughs> and probably not getting access to seat uh, heaters. Time out. Rewind, though. Maddie. Maddie, did you have a seat heater at the movie theater? Yes. Did you have it on? Um, yeah, I did. Yeah? Did you like that? Yeah. I'm not a Here's fan of the, the seat heater in any uh, facet of what? life. No, no, I don't like not it. Not in the car either. Oh, I don't like it at all in the car. When I'm in the back seat, I like it. But yeah. I okay. Here's the thing. I kept noticing this during the movie, and like I've 
been to this theater before, I think, or at least one where there were seat heaters, and they turn it off. Like, it's on, like, a timer or something, and so I keep having, I check every few minutes to make sure it's still on. Or if I can't feel it, I just turn it back on. It's a safety feature because they don't want to accidentally safety? cook one of you. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I guess. I just figured they were cheaping out on us yeah, trying probably to turn it off too. so we would forget. We got this thing where your seats are supposed to vibrate if there's something intense going on, okay. like a fight, but I couldn't really feel it, and I didn't know how to like turn it up or down. There Could was this button on the side of our chair. There was like a plus and a minus, and I think that was supposed to control it, but... Like, whenever I press the button, nothing would happen. It, like, the bar wouldn't go up, so uh, I don't really know. What movie just, theater was this? Uh, Where was it? I don't remember. No? No. You, you were just a guest. I was just a guest. Yeah. And Both of you. I, yes. I felt it once, and I'm not even sure if that's what it was, because it was just, like, the only thing that was happening was a car was stopping, and that's the only time I felt anything. Okay. Because it was on the weakest setting. In the movie theater, you got the full effect. I mean, because you Mm -hmm. get the loud, high-volume moments when we're here in the house, and Mom won't let us put the volume up past 7. Yeah. Also, in the movie theater, no one in my row, at least that I could see, was picking up their phone and looking at it, which you did multiple times while watching it at home. Oh, that hurts. Yeah. Exposed. So... Now, if it ever comes to a moment where we're arguing, me and Maddie will win. Well, and that speaks a little... Yeah, y'all will win. (laughs) But that does speak a little bit, and I'll talk about that in a second, just in terms of the movie. That it wasn't gripping me enough to where I could fight off checking eBay for baseball cards. I I think it's a theater thing, because a few times I came in here... While you guys were watching Cobra Kai, the show you were really looking forward to, and I feel like you were looking at your phone a sure, few times. Sure, sure. So I don't think you can blame the movie for that. No, probably not. You're right. In the theater, there's definitely that feeling of look at this it. is what we're here to do. This mm-hmm. is what we're doing right now. Whereas yes. at home, there's probably just that, I don't know, just a little bit more sense of distraction and mm-hmm. ease to just check it, you know, mm-hmm. and then you, you get can, wrapped up. You can always rewind the movie. You can't do that in the theater. But you don't want to. No. You don't want to rewind the movie. No, heavens no, you don't want to. That's never good. So like you said, you guys in the theater, I watched it. It released on Christmas Day Mm -hmm. on HBO Max, but we just watched it a few days ago. Yes. Y'all rewatched it with me. My first time mom watched it, she, she was watching it for the first time as well, and the... Uh, experience here at the house was, I'm sure, nowhere nearly as magnificent as it was in the theater with seated heats and vibrating seat, uh, mm-hmm. and vibrating seats, and no phones and well buttered popcorn. Did you have any candy, Maddie? No, no, no we didn't get no candy. candy. We got drinks though. I had a nice high C fruit punch. Nice. I had, I think I got a cherry icy. Man, you can't know, beat that... the movie theater experience. So mm-hmm. was it full? Were there a lot of people there? No. There was like one other group that was there and then maybe like two couples came And did in. they have rows like taped off or anything like where you couldn't go or was it assigned seats, I guess? No, I don't think either of those. But like there was space between the rows, like yeah. a good amount of yeah. space because you have the recliner chairs. So, Well, that's great. And I'm glad that... Uh, 
you guys got to go to the theater for that. I, I'm really excited for the theaters to get back uh, and you know be full steam ahead. The mm-hmm. the you know the thing I fell in love with before all the shutdown in the theaters was going and seeing older movies again. Uh, like from the 80s, 90s, whatever, at like Alamo Draft House and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think at some point in there I said, I'm never going to go see a new movie again in the theater. I will only go watch The Karate Kid <laughs> and movies of that time frame <laughs> and rewatch them in the theater. Um, all right. So, uh, and real quick, before we get further in the movie, let's talk a little bit about HBO Max. Okay. So we added HBO Max. And I'm not going to say it's free to us because it's not, but it's part of our cell phone plan through AT&T. Mm-hmm. So we, they basically said, hey, look, with your plan, you have it. So whether you want to use it or not, it's up to you. <laughs> so at that point, it's almost a waste not to use it. So yeah. we, we went ahead, signed up. We pay nothing for it monthly. Uh, we're excited to see some shows that move to HBO Max like Friends. Yes. You guys have already dug in on Friends again. Yeah. Yeah, for a little bit. And uh, and then it was exciting to see that we were going to be able to see Wonder Woman 84 or whatever. So, uh, But with that, we decided, hey, we're cutting ties with Netflix. See ya. See ya, Netflix. Not going to miss you. Been with you for a long time. You lost The Office, which is probably... Yeah, let's be I'm honest. Sorry. Do you think The Office is 90% of what we watched on Netflix or more? Um, I would probably. love to see the stats on that. Yeah. For us, 70%? yeah, I guess you always you kind of varied into yeah, sports documenteries. <laughs> no, just our kids' <laughs> shows. She has a lot. Um, um, I bet as a family though, we were something like ninety percent because so many times it got turned on just as background music almost. Yeah. You know, Michael Scott is great background music. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, it would grab us. Something he would do would yeah. be so awkward. It would grab us, and then look. next thing you know, you'd look up, and it'd be an hour and a half later, and we've watched six more episodes or mm-hmm. something like that. It also comes with watching that one just for so many times. Yes, now. yeah. It's just like great to have on. Yeah, I think we've been through it. I'm gonna guess six times, That's maybe five. Right. Yeah, five or six. So, the, and my main reason for dropping Netflix was just to see if we missed it. Mm-hmm. They don't grandfather you in on pricing, so their prices have risen uh, a few times over the last couple years. I, I don't know the details on that; I didn't look it up, but I feel like it went from something like ten to twelve to fourteen to sixteen, and then whatever it's doing now. If it's going up again, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But since they don't grandfather you in, you know, like that would be a selling point for me to keep it. Like if they said, "Hey, you're still only at ten bucks. Everyone else that signs up from now on is going to be at 18. Yeah, it'd be harder to cancel because you feel like, oh, I'm now now I'm giving something up. I'm mm-hmm. giving up my spot in line. But um, since they don't do that, I just thought, well, let's just see if we even miss it. So we we canceled it, and we actually have it through tonight, tonight at midnight. We lose it, and we lose it at midnight. So what have we been doing today and yesterday, Maddie? <laughs> been watching the third season of Cobra Kai. That's right. That's been our only goal. That's how we <laughs> rang in the new year, mm-hmm. was trying Cobra to binge watch the third season of Cobra Kai. What do you think of the third season? Um, so far, it's pretty good. Yeah, it is good. I like it. Um, but this isn't a Cobra Kai review. But, nope. Uh, so we also did the same thing with Hulu. 
Uh, so right now we See, really yeah. only have HBO Max and Antenna. And we have Sling, but it's real limited as to what we have on there. I don't even know. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But Netflix, Hulu, gone. HBO Max in. But that leads us to where we're at now. So a review of Wonder Woman 84. Um, so just a little bit about it. Uh, basically, this is a sequel to the 2017 Wonder Woman um, it is set in 1984, of course, which is yeah. where we get the title. Whereas the first one was set like in 1918, I believe is what I, I, yeah. I, I went to Sounds look. right. Somewhere in the late teens, early 20s or whatever. So this is 60-something years later for, our, um, uh, for Diana Prince, a.k.a. Wonder Woman. And mm-hmm. she's working at the Smithsonian. Oh, no. Everything's broken. Everything's falling apart. And um, basically the, the, the plot line of this is, I don't know, it's got a crazy plot, I think. But she's working with a very insecure co-worker. They come across this crazy stone. I, what's it called? Dreamstone. Dreamstone, yeah. There's basically makes your wishes. Yeah, <laughs> makes your wishes come true. Um, the, the actual stone type, I think they called it. Citrine or something? Okay. Oh, yeah, Look that's what you. it was made out of, little fake, fake, that's what they used valuable to make a stone. Yeah. yeah. And uh, gives her some superpower. She basically says she wants to be just like Diana, and in doing mm-hmm. that, she makes herself into Wonder Woman. Um, and then there's also a bad guy that gets a hold of the stone and, of course, then tries to take over the world, and Wonder Woman is needed to save the day. Yep. The end. The that's, end. That's it. The end. See you guys. So um, let's talk first. You know, let, before we kind of get into to rating and everything, some some mm-hmm. questions real quick. What was your favorite part of the movie? Whoever wants to go first, either one of you. What was your favorite moment, scene, part of the movie? Okay. I liked, okay, I liked the beginning part. The first time we see her, I think, in the mall when she saves that little girl. Okay. And I have some notes for that later. And then also, I really liked the flying scenes where they're like in the air. I thought that was sweet. Yeah. It was kind of slower. I liked the mall scene too just because it was the mall. And, you know, we've talked mm-hmm. about that a lot on the podcast, so yeah, I had a lot of notes kind of jotted down in that as well. But it was kind of also just the first intro of, like, seeing her come in and kind of save a situation. Mm-hmm. And just in classic Wonder yeah. Woman, Superman fashion, they're constantly not only fighting the bad guy, but making sure the public around them is safe. Yes. And saving everyone, which it's always, mm-hmm. you know, That was a great fun. scene. Yeah. I really liked, this was even... This was even further in the beginning. Okay. Um, whenever, I don't know who it was, but they grabbed her before she could throw her little spear through the circle yeah. and win because she cheated and took a shortcut. So that what the right. little girl was Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yes. you know that. Diana. And then um, I believe it's the queen uh, or whoever. It's like her mentor was the mm-hmm. one that grabbed her. Um, that was my whole favorite scene as well. From the whole movie, just that whole intro, it's like a competitive yeah. uh, race between all grown 
I mean, are they Amazon women? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Grown Amazons. uh, And then Little Wonder Woman or Diana Prince, Mm -hmm. uh, who... 10 years old. 10 years old. Winning. Yeah. And, and, And what my favorite parts of all that were like during the foot race portion of it. (laughs) <laughs> and just she's going double time and beating all of them. Like it yes. opens with what would probably be a hundred yard dash. Mm-hmm. And she's just, you know, she's got a nice little comfortable five yard lead, just cooking it. <laughs> <laughs> also, a part, I don't know what this was, but it was like this swinging thing. And I think two people got on the swinging thing and then it came back. Mm-hmm. She flattened out on the ground below it. Yeah, flattened out below it. Mm-hmm. And then she just tried to run before it came back. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she dove in the water. Yep. That was just fun. Started really swimming. exciting. It was exciting. She used her nice. size to her advantage on that part yes. because mm-hmm. she would she got under it when it came back at her. I don't think any of the mm-hmm. uh, full grown adult Amazons would have been able to pull that off. But it was just such mm-hmm. a fun, exciting. Yeah. Um, kind of competitive race to kick it off yeah, with. Kind of got great your great way to start it. Yeah, it was a good way. And then I, I agree. Basically, going from there right to that opening scene, kind of 1984. I don't want to say modern day, where they're kind of panning through the city and going to the mall. And the re- and I, that's my second favorite part. So y'all hit on both of them for me. I, 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 and the reason I like that a lot is because that's the most 1984 the movie gets for the Mm -hmm. most part other than little glimpses later on you know as they're you know going through the street there's a lady jogging she's kind of dressed in you know she's got wristbands on and a headband and looks like she's right out of the 80s and then everything in the mall i thought they did a pretty good job with the uh attire that people were wearing and the stores in the mall and some of those things the layout all that looked pretty good so I would agree. I think that, and and I don't know that that's a good thing though. When the your when, best favorite scenes are the first fifteen minutes, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just the fun ones. It was yeah. fun. It was fun. But in a superhero movie, you would almost think that climatic moment that the superhero conquers the villain probably should be the memorable, you know, top spot. And so let's yeah, let's jump to that. She's conquering then. a villain. You mean in the there's, beginning in, in the, the mall? mall yeah, there's but it's not. It's there. not it was the fun. yeah, yeah, and it does lead into because that's basically the first time we see the Dreamstone or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, but the uh, the other part I really liked, just a little moment, was the first time we meet Kristen Wiig's character, and she's walking into the Smithsonian's offices, kind of, and she's carrying all this <laughs> stuff and drops it. And she's just kind of playing this geeky, nerdy, you know, low self-esteem. Awkward. Yes, socially awkward. And that is just so right up Kristen Wiig's alley. I mean, just as soon as I saw it, I was laughing. It just reminded me of so many of the uh, Saturday Night Live characters that she's played over the years. And it was a lot of fun. Um, That moment was... Uh, and just kind of seeing her for the for the first time in the movie, and also kind of also knowing that she was going to develop into one of the villains, mm-hmm. yeah. and I was kind of like, how are yeah. they going to pull this off? Because she's just such a comedian in my mind, and that's mm-hmm. it. But I don't know. So, um, what about least favorite? Do you have a least, least favorite, favorite moment, moment in the movie? Um, 
I guess I guess that moment when you really see Barbara that's Kristen Wiig's character, Barbara, yeah. I think. I, I After the movie, I kept calling her Belinda, and it was <laughs> a frustrating Dylan, but that's okay. So I guess that moment where you see that Barbara has lost something, her humanity, and I say she basically killed that guy on the street and then told that homeless man to shut up. Yeah, so yeah. she's essentially, earlier in the film, she's kind of approached by a drunk guy on the street who essentially starts to try and assault her. Like, he grabs her and whatever. And, uh, of course, Diana Prince shows up, saves the day. And then, as she's gaining those powers, she runs into this guy again on the street. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of payback, basically. But with all her strength, it's like she goes to kick him, and his body reacts like a soccer ball. It just shoots, (laughs) like, 30 feet, and then he lands, and then she walks up again. And like kicks because him again. Yeah. She has power, but she lost all of her, I guess, care. Yeah, for people. exactly. And that that brings me back to that same moment when Diana saves her from that guy in the street originally, and she explains that uh, what's it called when you use someone's weight and speed yeah, against their force, them, and kinda, she's like. Yeah. It takes no strength at all. And I was like, <laughs> okay, okay, thanks. And again, he's sitting like 15, 20 feet away. When she yes. pushed him hard enough that he flew and landed. Yeah, and I was like, I don't think you can teach that. Yeah. I mean, that is a thing, but and, and just you for, definitely use strength. Just for the fun here, the, it fits the character, everything we talked about. Kristen Wiig's character is Barbara Ann Minerva. Mm-hmm. Like Minerva is her Minerva. last name. So perfect. All right. Uh, what about you, Maddie? What was your least favorite part of the movie? Um, I really don't know. I guess I didn't really understand how um, the dad ran out and he was screaming for his son. Um, the evil guy was screaming at for the his, end. At the end. Yes. I forgot the son's name. His name but was Max. Max the son Lord. was like a Alexi or Alexis or something like that. Or go Ooh, ahead though. I don't know. And then, but he came. Alistair. Through, yeah, Alistair. He came out through like a whole bunch of trees. But the last time we saw him, he was standing in the middle of the street. <laughs> they could just basically. sense. He could sense where his dad was going to be. And how did they <laughs> even? Yeah, that just seemed that was a little far fetched because yeah. it's like he just ran out of the building. Screams yeah. Alistair 48 times, and Alistair pokes his head out of the forest <laughs> and comes running towards him. And we get that dramatic moment mm. then. Um, all right, so my least favorite part of the movie was when um, Barbara turns into the apex predator. <laughs> I didn't, gosh. I just thought, you know, and, mm. and this is me, but I think I really enjoy, like, when I think back to any of these, um, superhero movies. I love the plot. I don't need mm-hmm. a ton of fighting, you know? And that goes back to what's okay. the one that we went and saw in the theater? Um, was Superman. Infinity Wars. Yeah, Infinity Wars not has like Superman. a three and a half hour long fight scene at the end. <laughs> it's not even the whole movie, but just at the end, they fight forever. And I get it. The action's great. That's part mm-hmm. of their budget is all that. see all the powers. Yes, and that stuff's neat, but it was the same thing in this. I was kind of like, okay, she turned into this apex predator, so it didn't even really look like Barbara anymore. It looked more like some form of cat, half 
cheetah mm-hmm. half person or whatever. Yeah. From uh, like the comics. Yeah, she had a ton right. of power, and there was this dramatic fight scene that went on too long. Like 30 seconds would have been enough for me in that whole oh, scene. I think it's really fun, especially when it's like well choreographed. Yeah. Like when Diana's swinging from her lasso, and then Barbara has grabbed like this like electrical wire that broke, and they're like swinging around, stuff like that. Yeah. And I, I get it. You can't go a short fight scene. I mean, that would just be mm. awkward. It'd be weird to have a 30 second. You're pretty much signing up for that. I get it. But uh, I just feel like it's almost like a gap kind of in the plot of trying to get Barbara out of this thing and mm-hmm. see if you can rescue the human as well as get in there to Max, who is essentially... Basically, what he does is if you touch Max and you make a wish, it comes true. Yeah. So he finds a way to broadcast this via satellite where the waves from the satellite are touching people and he's touching mm-hmm. the satellite or t- whatever. I don't even yeah. understand it. And by doing that, everyone starts making wishes. And he gets to take things from them, yes. their health in this situation. I exactly. Think. He needs to restore his health because I guess he, mm-hmm. lo- he dies a little every time. He gets something in return or whatever. So, Maddie, I have a question for you. Did you recognize the name Max Lord? No? From Sweet Life on Deck, I think. (laughs) Yeah. No. He was... um, (laughs) It sounded very familiar, but I didn't... Well, that's like the same character that was in the CW Supergirl and I found it nice. It was nice having a character with a recognizable name, even though like he's not super similar to Supergirl's Max Lord. It didn't really help me understand this character, but I thought it was really interesting that they used the same character. Yeah, I, I you know, his character I wasn't a big fan of either. I mean, mm-hmm. I kind of I liked the idea of what he was doing and kind of how he was going to take over the world with that, and how he was just kind of money-hungry and greedy. Mm-hmm. But um, I felt like they waited too long to give us some of his backstory. Like all the stuff uh-huh. with his his upbringing uh, and childhood and kind of having nothing and all that. I wish that would have been towards the beginning, somehow fit into the beginning of it. I think what was missing was Max needed a monologue or something, or a better one. I don't know if he had one. Yeah, I don't think so. He needed one, though. And then I wasn't a big fan either of the ending with him. Like the, um, and that takes, you know, so you think about it. I didn't really like the Apex Predator. And then just <laughs> the ending of how she kind of lassos him while he's broadcasting to the world. Uh, Wonder Woman gets him with the magic lasso, and then she kind of broadcasts to him, and I guess is speaking to his conscious kind of, mm-hmm. and he decides Alistair is worth more than all this power and basically renounces all of the wishes and everything and then runs back out. Um, Within all that, too, though, what about when he's broadcasting that and they start just panning around to different places in the world, in the town, the Mm -hmm. city or whatever, and it's just people making wishes. So it's like that that one guy in the restaurant (laughs) talking to his either wife, I don't know if his wife, employee, I don't know what the status was there, but he said, (laughs) I wish you would drop dead. And she immediately (laughs) grabs her chest and starts to fall on the ground. The woman said something like, I wish all you 
Irish people would go back yes. to where you came from. Yeah, yes. and then all of a sudden he looks outside and like cops are grabbing Irish yeah. people <laughs> off the street and forcing them into a car or something. Maddie, I wondered if we misunderstood that. Like, why Irish? Mm-hmm. I don't even understand what that came from or what that meant, but I think that's right. I wish all you Irish people would go back to where you came from. Mm-hmm. So I guess these were illegal immigrants or something that were there. And then the cops are grabbing them, and they're going to take them back to Ireland. Was there a lot of Irish people in the eighties? All around, they were everywhere, annoying you. I don't know. The guy was Irish. Yeah, he. I think he was, and I guess I get that. But it just seemed like a really weird wish, you know. (laughs) I don't. Well, she didn't know that. That like she was going to get that. Yeah. Um. The yeah. The the. Again, I think for me, going back to the fact that the beginning of the movie had my favorite moments. They were over in 15 minutes. I didn't really like the ending. Going anywhere from... And really, that's where it started. When they got to the one location and she turned into the apex predator all the way through Max renouncing, running out, finding Alistair, and doing that Mm -hmm. long-winded, I am a bad person, but I'm going to be a better father, you know, moment or whatever. Yes, yes. Did Kristen Wiig live? Live? Do we see something of her in the end? Yeah, she's we there. Know she she's is. alive. She woke up. She kind of woke up, and I don't know if she renounced her wish, though. I remember you saying, "Dad, don't do it." Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> you don't, <laughs> don't, don't do it. it. Be powerful. Mm. Um, that takes me back, like before Wonder Woman's flying scene, where she can hear Steve. Chris Pine, she can hear his voice telling her how to fly. When she renounces her wish, that's also my favorite. And just looking, watching her run, it's kind of a weird run. But it it's is. So it fast. looks fake. Yeah. I, I wondered if they kind of CGI magicked that up a little bit. Obviously, Probably. they did just to have her covering the amount of ground she was covering. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was kind of crazy. You know, in terms of all the action scenes, my favorite was the one on the highway. Remember when she and Steve first are chasing them in the car? They take oh, over the car right. and they're chasing them, and they're basically just everyone's trying to run them off the road, and she's kind of yes. flying through. And that, that also had a really cool scene because you remember she flies, she propels herself ahead to mm-hmm. save those two little girls in the road. Yes. But then you also see she's losing some of her powers because she couldn't do something. Mm-hmm. And, and she, she was up, bleeding. Yeah, yeah. I think she was trying to do the wrist. Yes, yeah. But it wasn't working. Um, All right, so we've kind of talked about best moments, worst moments. What do you guys think of uh, Gail Gadot? I hope I'm pronouncing that right, as Diana Prince Wonder Woman. So she's had two films now. I think it might be Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. That would make more sense. I apologize. We don't know. know. I apologize, Gal. (laughs) And happy birthday, Taylor Swift. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, so this is her second feature, and she's yes. been in. She was. She had a bit, pretty big part in Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. She was in whatever the group one was, right? Yes, Justice League. Yeah, Justice League. So she's been in at least two others besides her two feature films. What do you guys think of her as Wonder Woman? I think it's amazing. I mean, yeah, I thought she did really good with it. 
I wish they would. Uh, I, I'm kind of wishing for a little more for that character. Yeah. And there was some missed opportunity along here. She needs more development. But I think um, Gal at acting as Wonder Woman was really great. And the way her eyes, she can really look into your soul, yes. I feel. Yeah. She's definitely got the look. And I agree. There, mm-hmm. I, and I thought about it more in this one. The look is definitely there, but there were just some moments where I kind of, I don't know, it didn't feel superhero-y enough, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, maybe if there had been more character development, that would have worked. What do you think, Maddie? You like her as Wonder yeah. Woman? She was a great Wonder Woman. I, mean, yes. I can't think of anyone better. I think just because so much of it is tied to the look, and I mean, she nails that. Yes. Which that kind of brings up the credits scene, where they interrupt the credits about midway through and you get mm-hmm. to see Linda Carter, who was the original Wonder Woman. And what's cool is, is because at the beginning of the film, and I think I told both of you this, I thought the jogger yeah, that they show you the running jogger. through the street, I thought, well, there's Linda Carter. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, Dad. I don't wait, know. You might want to wait yeah, don't, before you yes, be, before don't you're tweet saying that. that. Don't tweet that. <laughs> <laughs> but... It wasn't so, and I thought my, I thought that was pretty cool uh, that they tied her into a character that she was yes. that Asteria, Asteria I think was the way it was, and which was like this um, you know kind of a hero even to Wonder Woman because she was like this mm-hmm. she made the biggest sacrifice and that she basically sacrificed herself to buy the Amazons time yes. to get away from whoever was fighting them or whatever. Uh, sacrificed their armor yes so she would that's right and then she just sat kind of under the armor but it kind of almost made you think that eventually they killed her and that's why i think by showing the hysteria character it was kind of reaffirming that that person lived Mm -hmm. made you feel good about it i hope she comes up more in some later ones well, did they confirm a third Wonder Woman, or did I misread that somewhere? Um, I don't know that I've seen anything about it. Um, looking now, I don't see anything on here, but that um, could very well be that. Yeah. I, I would imagine they're going to continue to roll these out. Mm-hmm. So it had a $200 million budget. I don't know, you know, I'm assuming that is also what they spent. It's grossed $85 million worldwide so far. Uh, and it really hasn't been that long. And you figure once it gets, I don't know how that works in terms of what they get when it goes to streaming or continues to stream on mm-hmm. HBO. But I don't know if that's disappointing or not. Obviously, they didn't surpass their budget in the first couple weeks, but there's still time, or at least first week and a half I hope or whatever. They do. Yeah. The uh, kind of going back to that scene with Linda Carter. The only thing I didn't like about that uh, okay. is that they put it in the middle of the credits. Where people are... Well, even if you... I think most people are probably... And you did say, Dad, don't give up. Don't, don't leave. Don't you know, leave. don't look at your phone. Mm-hmm. I think people are kind of tuned now to stay through credits, especially in superhero movies mm-hmm. and maybe like really good comedies. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I just kind of felt like it was way into the credits. It wasn't like they just popped up a couple things like produced by, directed by, starring. I felt like it was like five minutes into the credits (laughs) that they finally return with. I 
don't think and it was pay five homage minutes. to the original. It because probably wasn't. In the theater, we hadn't like gotten up yet. We were all just still sitting there and we didn't know. And then remember in Spider Man Far From Home, they had a mid credit scene and an end credit scene. Yes, yeah. So I do see here as you as we were looking at that, I did see they've already a sequel is in development already. And awesome. Godot is returning as well as uh, it will be directed by Patty Jenkins, who directed this one as mm-hmm. well. Also saw it became the most watched straight to streaming title of 2020, which isn't I mean, a surprise. No. But that kind of goes back to we've talked about this in previous episodes of the movie theaters and are more movies going to do this? Go straight to streaming, mm-hmm. especially if the whole kind of the grip the pandemic has on movie theaters doesn't release or yeah. whatever. You would think some other big movie would have done. Have at least be challenging it, and I'm not. I don't see what the other big ones were here on this list, but mm-hmm. nonetheless. If if you guys were paying attention, yeah, to the credits. The last little line said, "As Asteria or yeah. Linda Carter." Yes. Well, mm-hmm. I saw that then, but I did at the beginning. It was my poor assumption to think she was the. Super skinny jogger in the Jane Fonda outfit <laughs> running down the road. Uh, that was amazing. Okay. Um, I'm going to go back to my point in the mall scene. Um, and just take it back to an old episode, our cage match of Amazon and the mall. And thank God we don't have malls anymore where criminals can just grab children that are staying, standing by and hang them over the edge. As some sort of leverage, I guess, because he didn't want to go back to prison. So robbers cannot threaten the life of little girls that way in Amazon. That's right. That's just another point for me. Well, I don't know. They might be able to. <laughs> I don't know. There's probably something weird going on there. We yeah, don't know about. Yeah. But, no, I'm with you. And I thought about I didn't think of it that way. But I did think of it in the terms of, okay, so I guess, mm-hmm. like... Wonder Woman in 2020 has to become a cyber superhero. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like she's fighting Facebook bullies with words, not the lasso now. She's just like, stop being a bully. It's not cool. Yes. Stuff like that. She has melted the lasso and put it in her keyboard. Yes. It can come firing (laughs) out of your your laptop's camera and just shoot you in the head or something like that. Um, But... Overall, I think the the biggest thing they lacked in the movie, and okay. kind of going that scene, is more 1984 nostalgia. I think mm-hmm. what they should have learned from Stranger Things is okay. that that pays off. People loved mm-hmm. all the scenes that kind of included that. People loved the mall stuff in Stranger Things. Even though season three was the worst season of Stranger Things. Well, and, but I mean, I think that attracted even more people probably, and they just nailed it. Mm -hmm. And I think... It's visually appealing too. It is. It's very visually appealing, neat to see. Uh, And it wasn't horrible. Like I said, they got a lot of it during that opening 15, uh, 20 minutes, whatever it was, through Mm -hmm. that mall robbery scene. But I just felt like they could have done a lot more, and they could have made a lot more plays on absence of technologies in, in the 80s and just how ridiculous mm-hmm. some of the stuff was back then, you know? Yes. Um, 
And there is some of that. Like the whole thing where we first see Max, we see him on a TV. And mm-hmm. he and I wrote this down because I, it was just like that was the 80s to me. Or one of the things that is the 80s to me is when we're seeing Max on, on the TVs, we don't... Um, we don't even know who he is really at that point, but it's just he's promoting excess and getting everything you want for nothing. You know, he even <laughs> says there's a line, uh, do you have everything you want? Well, you can get everything you want without even trying hard. You don't even have to work hard. <laughs> yeah, you don't even have to work hard to get it. As we got to robbers. <laughs> yeah. One other note I had here related to the mall, uh, that opening scene was that all of the mall security guards had guns. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't a thing no, at any it mall wasn't. I've never been to. No, they were they probably had pepper spray, a baton or or whatever you call that. Mm-hmm. And if they even had that. They probably had pepper spray. They obviously had walkie-talkies of some sort. Mm-hmm. But no, none of them had guns. I mean, they were all basically <laughs> just like, you know, whoever yeah. You could just go get a job as a security guard. There wasn't gun training mm-hmm. with that. But I thought that was interesting. They were calling for police, but then they all, the all security guards pulled their <laughs> guns out. Um, and that was, that was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I also, with the 80s in the White House scenes, um, do we know what president they would have been... Trying to copy? Reagan, I believe, is probably at 84. Okay. And then the technology that they were looking at um, that he wanted to use where you could touch everything and take over all the screens. That was pretty interesting. Yeah. And I don't know how well that tied into that time, but it worked for the movie. And it wasn't far enough off mm -hmm. that it doesn't make sense. All right. Well... Well, um, Couple other little things here, just just real quick. Couple other things that were really 1980s to me. In that opening scene, uh, and maybe again at some point, just littering. Like there's two <laughs> scenes I think where someone just kind of scrunches something up and throws it out in the middle of the street. Oh, yeah. Uh, you don't see that very much anymore. The car in one of the opening scenes is this really cool, you know, early 80s Trans Am. Uh, that was well done. And then the gym scene, when Kristen Wiig's character is realizing that she can essentially uh, yes. power clean and press overhead 400 yeah. pounds or whatever. Yes. <laughs> the clothing in the gym is mm-hmm. perfect. Uh, and then Chris Pine's outfit scene, mm-hmm. when he changes cool. clothes over and over in the wardrobe. You remember that, Maddie? Yeah. And at one point, he has a fanny pack. At one point, he looks Mm -hmm. very Miami Vice, kind of, with the T-shirt and the sport coat over Mm -hmm. it or whatever, bright colors. That was good. Oh, and then breakdancing. There was breakdancing at one point. As they're kind of walking to the Smithsonian, I think there's just kids out in the street Mm breakdancing. And that was a really big thing. Like, uh, I don't remember it that much in my town growing up, but the idea, at least, that was playing in our head from movies and MTV was just that in cities like you know New York, Detroit, Chicago, whatever, kids were just going out on the street, throwing down a piece of cardboard and <laughs> spinning on their heads. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I think what would be really interesting is I probably should have researched this and realized it earlier. But if we could get some nerds, I don't know if we want to call them that for trying to ask them to do something, but Gosh. to look at the probably not. <laughs> 
<laughs> but to look at that White House technology thing where they were looking at, and the planes, of course, because that was a big thing because that's Steve's thing. He likes yeah, the planes. If they plane could, guy. If they could really like study those planes and see how true to the 80s those were. Yeah. Maybe we could get a pilot. You're being super podcast. nitpicky now. Super nitpicky, right? I, I'm with you though. No, I, think I think that's it would always just be cool to hear them talk about it. Yeah, and I be bet like, they. Oh, this, this, this. I would hope that most of that was, um, you know, in line with the times. Mm-hmm. You know, because so, I and I'm sure they think I'm about sure. all that stuff yeah. for sure. Um. All right. So why don't do we want to give it a final grade each, or do we have? Any, do you guys have anything else you want to touch on from the movie? I'm good. I think I got everything. Maddie. Quick question. If I said, let's watch it again tonight, what would you say? No. No. Get closer to the mic. I would say no. You would say no. Okay. I've already watched it twice. We've already, yeah, you've already watched it twice. Um, all right. So let's think about it in terms of that then and give it a final grade, each one of us. Um, who, who do we want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Yes. Okay. Let's hear yours. So I use the same idea I would use with an, an album and music, and I think we've talked about this with mm-hmm. movies before. For me, for it to be an A, it has to be something that I would sit down and rewatch pretty much mm-hmm. anytime. Maybe not back-to-back, you know, maybe not right now, but in a week yeah. or two, I'd be ready to watch it again, or if it came on, I wouldn't change the channel or whatever. And it's definitely not there for me. Um, and I think just overall, the... I didn't. I just didn't love the flow of it overall, and I just thought that they it could have been better, especially because I, I thought I liked the ideas of the uh, Max Lord and Barbara Minerva characters a lot, and like mm-hmm. how they were, you know, kind of, you know, Max coming from a had nothing background, and now he wants it all, and he's just kind of been overtaken by greed. And Barbara being this, you know, low self-esteem, kind of all of a sudden comes into high Mm self-esteem, high confidence, high power. I thought that was pretty neat, but I just didn't think it was that great, that well done. Uh, You know, outside of a few scenes, I'm going to give it a C, an even C. Um, And just in that, I think I wouldn't rule it out watching it Mm -hmm. again. Uh, Might even be a C plus. I'll, I'll change it to a C plus while we're waiting. Okay. I am going to go with a B plus because of what you said. Um, you have to want to watch the movie again if you're going to give it an A. And the only movie that I would ever want to watch again would be Rad, of course. Or Breakfast Club. <laughs> you're going to have to watch that one <laughs> Well, again. that's because I have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think B plus, A minus range. Okay. I did like it. All right. So... It was great in the movie theater, mm-hmm. but when we were at home and somebody Uh-oh. was on their phone, didn't translate. basically the entire movie. Not the entire movie. No. Come on. Entire movie. I, because I kept having to tell you, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing yeah. right now? It brought gonna, it down don't miss this. a little bit. I feel like this podcast is being, uh, it's an attack upon me just as much as it is a <laughs> review of the movie. No, it's an attack on everyone. Everyone who looks Humanity? at their phones. Yeah, just like the, the movie way we're is wired. a little. Yeah. 
the greed, just like people were greedy in this movie. People are very inconsiderate and, you know, they'll criticize the movie Wanting after. To, they'll yeah. criticize the movie, but they were probably on their phones half the time. Yeah, like I yeah. just did for this entire mm-hmm. yeah. time. <laughs> so without Dad ruining it. Oh, gosh, now I've ruined it. <laughs> Not ruined it. I know what you mean. Uh, yeah. It probably would have been a B plus, but because you were on your phone. So in the movie theater, B plus. Yes. Okay. But at home, B minus. Okay. All right. I'm with you, and I'm sorry I uh, negatively impacted your. It's okay. Your viewing it was experience. The time. Yeah, it was the second time. Um, all right. So there's uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Pretty good range of scores there. Basically, C plus to B plus is what we're at in terms of mm-hmm. of uh, grades that we're giving it. So, um, but you know, fun movie. It's a superhero movie. You can't go wrong most times with that. Yeah. But I just thought, you know, like to me, the and I will agree. I think the one thing we are trending towards on a lot of these is just the fight <laughs> scenes are ridiculously long. Uh, I will fight that. Yeah. But, you know, I, there is truth to that. Yeah. Um, all right. So, this again, this is our first movie review without the movie genius. Maddie stepped in as the new and improved movie genius. Self-proclaimed oh, no. new and improved. Self-proclaimed. Yeah, self-proclaimed. <laughs> Maddie, did you have fun? Did you enjoy this? Yes, this I, was a lot of fun. Good. I feel like you... I'm glad we gave you a mic. Yeah. Mic'd up Maddie will be the new, the new name mm-hmm. we have to give you now. Um well, I'm glad you joined us. That was a lot of fun having you. So we've got a couple things on tap. We'll just go ahead and tease real fast, and then we'll wrap up. We've got the Breakfast Club um, movie review. Whenever we, whenever our, whenever Derek the Movie Genius kind of gets uh, back, we may end up trying to do that one remotely, which is fine. Grace mm-hmm. and I have been playing around with with Zoom and how we've we could do mastered that. Mastered it. I think we've mastered it. <laughs> The first time we do a hour-long podcast and realize it recorded nothing, though, that'll oh. be like my heart will break, yes. probably. Explode. 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 Um, what else do we got, Grace? We're going to do some New Year's stuff, right? Yep. Two New Year's episodes. Yes. We have a top five of 2020 and bottom five of 2020, and then an episode where we talk about our resolutions and that whole idea of New Year's resolutions. And we're working on a guest Mm -hmm. for the resolutions one still, kind of bouncing some ideas around there. Mm -hmm. But your cousin Kaylee is going to join us for the top five, bottom five episode. Which I'm just going to say it, it's going to be amazing. It is going to be amazing. (laughs) She was made for this. Mm -hmm. Um, So that'll be a lot of fun. And then we've, uh, outside of that, we will, on one of those, we'll also announce what our next album review is going to be. It's been a while. And get ready for that. So, uh, but this was a lot of fun today. Wonder Woman 84. It is definitely worth the watch, especially if you have HBO Mm -hmm. Max. It's right there available for you anyways. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so give it a watch. It's definitely entertaining. But in, uh, I guess, kind of ra- in wrapping up, Maddie, any final, final words of advice for the listeners out there? Um, no. Do you need to plug a book or your social media accounts or anything like that? <laughs> Follow her on TikTok? She I don't have. Oh, she doesn't have TikTok you, anymore. You don't have TikTok anymore? No. Oh, well, that's probably good. Yeah. As your parent, I'm saying, yeah, you should have never yeah, had it. you never had it, don't Gosh. You? That's all right. Um, 
so thanks for joining us, Maddie. Grace, any any last parting thoughts? Thank you for listening. Yeah, definitely. Follow us on social media. Uh, on Instagram is really where we're putting our efforts right now, where we are at Gen Divide Podcast. Check us out there. Listen, subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd love for you to leave a review. Uh, and until next time, we will uh, best wishes to everybody. See ya. See ya.